Hi, everyone. I'm Lucas Mack, and welcome to another episode of The Golden Rule Revolution, where inspiration and purpose come from treating people like people and nothing less. Golden Rule. To do unto others as you would have them do unto you and to not do unto others that which you would not want them to do unto you. My brothers and sisters, welcome to this podcast. Welcome to a time on earth that is unprecedented. And welcome to you waking up to why you are actually here on earth during this time. You are not weak. You are not powerless. You are incredibly powerful because you have breath in your lungs and you have the ability to articulate with that breath into existence good, positive, inspiring, uplifting, powerful content that pushes back darkness. And today's episode is shifting from darkness to light. Shifting from darkness to light. And I am so excited to bring my guest on. I met Antoinette Beauchamp at a workshop and she she's incredible. She's a coach. She's a leader. She's a speaker. She's a trainer and she's a sister of mine. And Antoinette is so powerful. I will put her information in the show notes of the show, but brothers and sisters, listen, it is time for you to wake up. You are who you've been looking for. Give yourself permission to feel the power that resides in you. Give yourself permission to speak life and truth and love and goodness and inspiring content. And if you are plugged into content that is creating fear and anxiety, that is making you feel dread, and I, it could be political rhetoric, media, movies, podcasts, news articles, whatever it is, whatever you are putting in right now, you will be putting out. So I am excited to bring this episode to you so that you can, along with Antoinette and myself, shift from the darkness to the light. You get to do it. I get to do it. We get to do it together. Remember, my brothers and sisters, darkness is not a counterforce to light. Darkness exists in the absence of light. And with that, welcome to today's episode. Well, Antoinette... Sweet and powerful Antoinette, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing great, considering all things considering what yeah. our world is going through. Where you are, where right now? I'm in Brooklyn, Greenpoint, actually. Wow. And yeah. New York's like the hub of everything right now, as far as like the the cases and what's what's the vibe in New York right now? How do you feel? Oh man. Um, you know, I look at the city every day because I have this incredible view of the city across the water. And the other day I was like, city, how do you feel? I was like asking mm. because I know it's tough for so many lives right now yeah. in New York. 
So there's, you know, and it's interesting. I saw a post about dreams the other day. My dreams have been really intense Mm. and vivid. And I actually dreamt about coronavirus the other night. So I definitely feel like a big energy here. Yeah. Um, Like a realness, you know, it's just like New York. Yeah. It's like re- real and straight up with you. Like, <laughs> so that's <laughs> yeah. just like, no sugarcoating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's just, but I'm, I'm good in my space and feel mm. grateful for our community and my people and family Beautiful. and all that. Beautiful. Good too. What do you do? First of all, we met at this awesome retreat uh, weekend and it was so powerful. Um, but what are you doing right now to ground and, and to, to stay present and to stay in your body? Such a good question. Um, I'm doing a lot. Like I'm doing a lot of mindful practices. Mm. Um, this morning I literally had a full, like I've already had a full day. I woke up, I relaxed. Like I think I'm doing a lot of pausing and conscious slowing down. Um, a lot of like checking in with ego versus heart, you know? That's good. And, yeah. and explain for how do you do that? That's a really good um, yeah. thing to do, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I listened to such a kick-ass podcast or um, no, sorry, a webinar the other day by a, a leader named Caitlin Pasternak. For anyone that's listening, I, I recommend looking at her and checking her out. Um, But she made a really great point that our egos and where we're at is just in such a humble place with, Mm. you know, people faced with financial struggles or health or, you know, uncertainty just puts us kind of knocks us to our knees, you know? Yeah. Um, So the kind of the inventory that I've been doing on my ego, what I mean by that is like, things in business like don't feel as aligned anymore. Like the, the way that I was doing things don't feel as aligned anymore or like things are kind of waking, things are waking, this is all waking us up. Yeah. And so I'm feeling that awakeness, like the wokeness and um, I'm listening to it, you know? So I'm like ego version of me. Hey, I love you. Like I, I honor you. Um, I see where you were over the past few months. Let's mm. like bring it back for a minute. Like let's, let's choose some hard stuff for a yeah. while. Like, yeah. and also question where did the heart go? You know, like it's yeah. just so it's pretty, I don't know. I've had a lot of like mind blowing moments. That's really interesting. <laughs> I'm going to, I've not talked about this yet on the podcast. Let me grab something. Okay. So, um, for those listening, I will, I will explain this. Um, but you talked about this awakening. So in December, yeah. I had this dream. God. I don't know if you can. I don't know did, you, did you do this? No, I, I commissioned this. I commissioned this painting. I just picked it up like oh, the day before this came in place. This is my dream. This artist, I explained it to her what I saw and the dream changed my changed my life. I pause. I mean, it radically woke me up. And this dream for those uh, listening, I'll put a picture of this up later, but there's this gun and a paw print of this wolf and that I had always been hunted 
um, my whole life, just growing up and how I grew up and, and yeah. the circumstances, I was always, I never felt safe. I always thought I was going to be killed. And in the dream, I'm yeah. go, I go up this mountain and I'm with people I don't know that well yeah. um, for whatever significance. I'm not clear yet why that they were there, but I was like, I don't know those people that well. They went left and I went right. And behind this um, rock right here, I don't know if you can see it, sorry, the glare, but yeah. There was a rock the size of a car about 50 feet in front of me and there was something behind it and I knew something was behind it and it was like waiting for me. So I get close to the ground. I bang on the ground with a stick and immediately when I bang on the ground, this wolf sprints and comes right at me, jumps up into my arms, bites my right <gasps> arm, tears my flesh, but I wasn't bleeding. And it was like biting me and like and and growling and like gnawing its teeth. And I'm holding this wolf. And I wake up at 3:07 in the morning with my arms like this. I'm holding the wolf, and I still feel like I was holding it when I when I woke up. And it was so crazy. This is why I forever will change my life. I will never forget. Oh that. My I gosh. felt even while I was awake that I was holding this wolf. I could feel like the weight of it. And my first thought was. Do I kill this wolf? I'm not afraid of this wolf. Do I kill this wolf? Like, what am I to do with this wolf? Because I felt like I could smother it, like suffocate it, squeeze yeah. it to death. But I wasn't sure what to do. So I go downstairs, three in the morning, and I sit downstairs in, in the darkness. And I'm like recounting this dream. Like, what is going on? What is this wolf? What was it doing? And it was like, it was like, like right in my face. And... Wait, how did you feel? I wasn't with the wolf afraid. in your face. I wasn't afraid. I wasn't wow. afraid of the wolf. That and this is also what was so bizarre. I wasn't afraid, and when it tore my flesh and my right arm, I wasn't bleeding. It was like it was trying to wake me up to something, and I wasn't sure if I'm like, am I the wolf? Like I thought wolves were. I've always had this vision of like wolves being evil or dark or like the hunters or whatever. Yeah. And so I talked to someone and they were talking about animal medicine and like, what's the wolf represent in the dream? And it was the wolf, when the wolf shows up in the dream means you're the one you've been looking for. And the next day I had a call with, um, uh, I actually, I did a podcast, I think, uh, with Gordana Birnett, who's been one of my coaches. She's an Oprah 100 super soul teacher. And, and she said, I tell her about this dream. She's like, when did you? when did you have this dream? I was like a uh, day and a half ago or night and a half ago. And, and she's like, I two days ago felt like I was supposed to watch this wolf video and I watch it. And she goes, my first response was it kind of like scared me like wolves. I've always thought are dangerous. But then she said it was this wolf howling at the moon in the middle of the night. And she's like, there was a beauty about the howl. There was something that was, once I got beyond the fear, there was something beautiful. Yeah. And she goes, you are the wolf. She's like, you are. And I was like, I, that's what I was feeling. Like I am the wolf uh, in my dream. Yeah. And I realized that the wolf is not afraid to go into the darkness. Yeah. And howl at the moon and the light of the moon. And when a wolf howls, it wakes everyone up. You can't sleep when a wolf howls at night. No one's going to be like, oh, I'm just going to. Yeah, no. What the? <laughs> and the wolf is the symbol of the awakening. And I really believe that we are having a global yeah. shift right now, an awakening 
to you can have a gazillion dollars and still get hit by this virus and you could have no dollars and get hit by this virus. It does, yeah. it, you know, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We're all waking up to what's important and it's being in the present moment, being grounded. And anyway, I just yes. had to Yes. Oh my God. I love that. It's gorgeous. There's the wolf. And then I am the wolf. So she blended me and the wolf. Oh my God. So beautiful. beautiful. Sophia, um, I will, if anyone wants her art, she's amazing. I'll put her. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. I love that she was able to put that on paper. I mean, that's how clear your dream was. That's amazing. It's so when she saw, when she like did the reveal, I was like, I got choked up. It was, she nailed it. It was wild. Wow. She did so, nail it. Anyway, that's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> but you said there's an awakening. There is an awakening happening right now. Yeah. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, we when we met, we talked about like upbringing Christianity and all that stuff. And, and I was telling this person yesterday, I'm like, you know, I've heard Christians talk about revival or third grade awakening or whatever my whole growing up. And then I thought, well, how did they think that was going to happen? Like butterflies and rainbows coming and like, oh, yeah. we're all like God is here. Or is it going to come when the darkness reveals our greatest fears so that love can come in and take those all away? Like that is yes. what's right now. Yes. Oh my God. I love that so much. Mm. The darkness is real. Yes. And it the, the darkness is also... Oh man, because I've been seeing my own darkness, you know, because when you're trapped, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> to use Literally. that word, yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's like, you're, what are you faced with? The only thing, I mean, you're faced with yourself yeah. every day, like again and again and again, there aren't any distractions anymore to be like, right. oh, well, I'm going to go, let me like go to the store or I'm going to go do this and, you know, make a million dinner plans. And like every night, especially in New York, you know, like yeah. that's like the right. life. Right. Um, but yeah, it's powerful to see darkness and darkness in, I mean, just all of it. Like you said, love, light. I mean, it's yeah. amazing. It's, he- it's, it's heavy concepts, but I think what it's showing us is what we are afraid of is actually the beckoning for us to learn that we don't need to be afraid. So for instance, yeah. like the darkness comes up and people's first inclination, I think, is to avoid the darkness but then if you if we shift as a collective as humanity shift into that darkness and look and be like wait a minute yeah this isn't any there this is just a void of light let me let me turn my light on let me let me open up and you know darkness goes away when you one match one one candle one spark one it's pushed back immediately and i think this is what we're seeing right now is we as humanity get to see the beauty and the power of humanity. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. In acceptance, yes. in accepting the, in accepting the darkness too, because, and I was just meditating on this this morning, like in, in fear. And it's so funny. This is, I'm literally going to quote Jessica Simpson right now. Good. I read, I read good her morning. bio. I- yeah, my wife's loving it. Is she reading book? it? The book is so good. The book is so good. <laughs> oh my God, my boyfriend's been cracking up on me about the book. He's like, really, Jessica, again? Because I'm like playing it on loud. 
Um, no, but she has a question in there. Um, no spoilers. Sorry for those that are reading it. Maybe fast forward this part, but it's like, can you survive or can you move through fear? Like, is there, Mm. is like, what is after fear? Like she brings this up, like meaning, you know, we can go, can you heal through fear also? Mm. Like, it's almost like, if you see your fear and you embrace it and you accept it, can you move and be on, become on the other side, you know, cr- cross over. Yes. And like, even in, in the darkness where maybe it's not fear, maybe it's anger right. and maybe it's anxiety and maybe it's just like sadness. Yeah. Like if you accept that part instead of run away from it and resist it, then imagine that like that flower that grows, mm. you know, after yeah. it's just, yeah. I, I mean, I see it every day and it's like, everybody doesn't want to, everyone wants to run away from those emotions, you right. know? Right. Right. And this is just the time to look at them and explore them instead of run. How, you coach a lot of, of a lot of leaders. How are you seeing them, them respond to this? And and is there similar similarities that you're finding with some of your clients? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I've spoken with oh man, like over thirty women. We had a workshop this week. Like the amount of women that and perspectives that I've seen. I would say like the overarching would actually be lovingly um, grateful. Like everyone is very grateful. And I think that's part of the like humbling of ego. It's like, I'm just so grateful that I'm here. I'm grateful that I'm okay. But there's also this uh, frustration with the uncertainty, Mm. you know, like the anxiousness Mm. and frustration with the uncertainty of how long is this going to last? You know, um, when is this going to be over? Like everybody yeah. wants to know, you know? Yeah. Isn't that interesting that, um, well, not to lead you into agree that it's interesting. I'm just saying, it, I find it interesting that when we want, we, we as hum, human beings, I think feel better when we think we are in control or have a sense of what will be, yeah. but that never is the case, right? Like someone no. could say, oh, it's going to be done you know, in November, but then what if something worse happened after? I mean, you, we don't know. Right. And I know we never know. And it's so true. Things hopefully are not worse. Maybe they're tremendously better. But my point is if we can get to that place of being in the void and mm. like existing in the void, I think that is where we will find that peace. I was running. I think this is, after we met, I went for a run and I had this word, uh, these words, boundless surrender come into my mind. I'm like, boundless surrender. Like, what does that even mean? And I had this vision of myself in like nothingness, nothing to hold on to, nothing, yes. to, literally nothing, but just yeah. in that place of like boundless surrender. And like, if we can, and I'm not saying I am at that place, I'm saying that is a beautiful vision of beingness, right? But like, yeah, isn't that the truth though? We don't really have anything to hold on to. We have constructs that we think we hold on to, but when those get taken away in an instant. I know. 
all we're left with the truth is us inside of us and how we share love and how we deal with fear. Yes. I love that. I'm like, preach. <laughs> like, I love it. Yes. I'm like, yes. So much yes. Oh, yeah. So much yes. I mean, the surrender is just such a beautiful part of life. I mean, we really don't ever have a freaking clue. Like, what we think we do. Like, there, we paint these illusions like, oh, we're certain. But, like, things happen all the time in life. Like, completely at random. At random. Right. Right. quote unquote, right. putting that right. in quotes. Yeah. Um, and you're like, but why did that happen? And it's like, but this is, this is the nature of life and being human. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. so I'm, I am grateful for, I mean, twisting, like, I want to say, I know that it's like, it sounds morphed because of all the pain that's happening in our world right now. Right. But I am grateful that we're in this position of waking up to what it is actually means to surrender and yeah. to, be trusting in the uncertainty instead of questioning it, constantly creating worst case scenarios, you know? Yeah, that's good. It's really, as, as you were just talking, it reminded me of, it's really coming to grips with, are we victim or leader mentality? In, yeah. And not to indict anyone who's in that victim, but the victim mentality says, I, I need someone else to save me. I need someone else outside myself to come do something for me. And the leader's like, okay, what can I draw from within? How, what can I source? Where, you know, where can I get grounded? Even if I'm in a high rise in, in a concrete jungle, can I touch the yeah. carpet? Can I feel the fibers in my chair. Can I think yeah. of this? And this, this is what I've been encouraging people to whatever they can tactically feel like mm -hmm. sheets or carpet or wood that came from the earth. So even though it might be processed and, and manufactured and molded into certain ways, you can yeah. still go back to the origin of, you can still get grounded on, on this planet from this planet. And I know that sounds so hippie and so <laughs> I, even me, you know, I love these, it, but I've been doing it and I'm telling you, it feels better. Like, okay, this fiber came from somewhere. Yeah. Oh, it's going to oh, be okay. I recognize that. I love that. I respect that. <laughs> I, and you actually, you asked me, what do I do to be grounded? And actually, well, I, I do child's pose. I go into child's oh. pose. One of my teachers told me that once, like mm. whenever you're feeling like you need to be grounded, mm. um, just go on your yoga mat and do child's pose or go anywhere. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. he taught me, he was like, go in the grass and do child's pose, but yeah. we live on the 14th floor. So, and it's cold. So I'm like, I'm right. not going to the grass right now, right. but right. yeah, I'm just, I'm just in child's pose on my yoga mat and I'm taking a lot of, um, and I have this homework on my Instagram. I keep, because I have a mentorship group every week and I give them homework. They want homework. They're like, Antoinette, what do we do? What uh -huh. do we do for homework? So this week it's really about disconnecting. So I was like, okay, five minutes every day, complete silence, set a timer on your phone, close your eyes, connect with your heart, ask you what your, what does my heart need? Ask your mm. heart what you need. Um, and just wait for the message mm. and just become completely empty. And that has been really grounding for me because it's just sitting in cross-legged position talking to my heart and that's just like the best thing ever wow that's really beautiful 
may we also disconnect from the news and the the negativity yeah. and the like that's in that void in that five minute void is the an- you know, there's yeah. answers in the void right there's answers yes. in the void and that truly this is a spiritual awakening for the planet i mean whatever worldview people have they're definitely going and trying to find answers in that outside themselves or inside themselves but this is a time where um I, i was saying yesterday we've replaced the narrative of heaven and hell of a vertical heaven above help below to a humanist perspective on the planet earth where it's become lateral politically have if you're on the left hell is on the right and if Mm. you're on the right hell is on the left and it's the same polarizing fear-based narrative of join our camp or you're out and i think this is a time to say all this stuff is just bullshit like put it out of your space get the false dichotomies out of your world and just simply be in that space and know that yeah (sighs) okay absolutely yeah Yeah. like the and actually i was reading um i don't know if you've read power versus force by david hawkins no i have not read it it? the second person in a week to talk ask me about it so i got it i got it that's your next book (laughs) that's your next book um well, it's the study of, I mean, this man is just, I think he spent 20 years writing this thing. I mean, it's, it's very dense. It's a big book. Um, I have it here. Like my clients always laugh at me because I'm like, here, try this book. They're like, where are you pulling all these books from? I'm like, I just have books surrounding me. I love it. Um, I know. I'm like right here. It's like Mary Poppins. Um, but in this book, it talks about energy and types of energy. And this is actually where I, I went to through a certification program for coaching where I learned through core energy coaching. So that's, I don't want to get too much in my head on that stuff, but it is, there's levels of consciousness, right? Yeah. And yeah. so David in this book talks through the levels of consciousness by his definition and research mm. and neutrality is actually a very high level of consciousness. So it's like in the, it's in the middle, right? Yeah, like it's not yeah. like spiritual awakening yet, but it's yeah. like, you know, it's beyond the heavy stuff because in neutrality, you're, there's more of an openness, right? right so like right. exactly what you're saying, instead of so far left or so far right, right, like being in the neutral where it's not as rigid and inflexible right. and limited, Right. But it, embracing and stepping into the unlimited reality, really, that that is truth. So, so it just so good. that all connected. So good. The neutral. I got um this this guy, um, who I met recently. It's been texting me a lot of, um, ah, this is overblown stuff, and this is just the government, blah blah, blah. and. I don't even know him that well. So I'm like, it's interesting. This guy is sending me the stuff. Um, but my response was, I sent him the Bruce Lee uh, YouTube video where it says become like water. Like, yeah, I don't know if you've seen that, but it's like in this cup, you know, it's water. Just be, be like water. Be, the water becomes the cup. The water becomes yeah. like, be like water, be in the flow, come from neutrality, yeah. like be in that place. It doesn't matter we can know this is what i was saying on a facebook live the other day 
you can have 100% accuracy on the grandest conspiracy theory on planet Earth. You could be 100% true. Yeah. It still doesn't matter because you can't yeah. do anything about it. So it doesn't matter. And you could be being right <laughs> doesn't matter. Coming from that place of yeah. personal peace and groundedness is where I think right now people, what they want is peace, but the mechanisms outside themselves that they're, they're searching for that peace in, they're not finding it and they're perpetuating yeah a disturbance in the force, if you will, using some, some star Wars language, but when we can detach, like you're teaching detach. Mm. You're, you're awesome. I'm so glad we're just talking and spending time together. I know. And just I know. <laughs> um, how is, how is our friend Jenny doing? Oh my God. Jenny's so cute. <laughs> she's so, she's good. She's, it's interesting to watch extroverts and people that are normally used to, and I would normally put myself in this category. Lately, I've been thinking like the word extrovert, introvert. I have so many clients that come to me. They're like, I'm an introvert. What do I do? I'm an extrovert. And mm. it's like those words, I don't know, I find very interesting. Like the, the way that people define and attach to those words. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm an introvert. So that means I. I'm an extrovert. So that means I, you know what I mean? It's like, so yeah. it's part of that, like almost like heavy, uh, on one side or the other. Yeah. Great point. Great point. So anyway, I'm finding though that the, everyone's getting triggered to a certain degree. Um, right. and Jenny reminds me of someone that is normally extroverted. <laughs> like she's normally out yeah, doing right. things Bubbly and, and she's just like, yeah, she, I think she was like having a second of a hard time with it. Uh, but I haven't, I've got to catch up with her. She's mm. just, she's the cutest. I love yeah, her so she's much. Awesome. She's just, awesome. I, she, um, I saw that she was promoting cause she's a, who we're talking about everyone listening. Um, we're talking about, um, Antoinette's really good friend who I met the same time I met Antoinette and is yeah. just a doll of a human being and just so precious. And she's a psychotherapist. And so she's a, she's a therapist, but I saw that she was, um, I don't know if she's working with psychedelics or, but she posted something about how therapists are working. She's doing some, some, yeah, she's deep. Stuff. I mean, she's awesome. Yeah, she really yeah. is. That's she's really- gone in deep. She's super vulnerable in her space and what she shares. And I just love and respect her so much. She was my yeah. best friend from like, she was like my first like ride or die. You know, I was like, <laughs> we were so eight cool. years old. Like we, we tattooed on each other's butts, like best <laughs> friends forever. Like we were, we were weirdos. Like so <laughs> we, were, we were absolutely weirdos. So we oh. know, speaking of shadow, like we know each other's shadows so well, yeah. you know, isn't it yeah. funny? Like, yeah. With childhood friends, you just like know each other's stuff inside and out. You know what's um, interesting? So good. Along that, so the gal who painted this, yeah. I've been friends with since seventh grade, and I reconnected with her, and she told I told her my life story. We just caught up like a couple months ago and I explained the dream. I I hadn't talked to her since I was 19 what? years old. And she said, I always thought of you as such a happy, kind person, but now I know that that was a mask because I, she shared what she went through in her life, the trauma, and, and I thought of her as such a happy, nice person, but she had deep trauma as well. And she's like, isn't that yeah. funny how we were friends and 
we connected with each other, but really our masks, we, there was something deeper that connected us. Like, Hey, we know that we're not going to hurt each other, but also that facade that we put out. Yeah. You know, we believed it was the real thing. And she said, um, I said, yeah, it's, it's made us who we are. She goes, it's also made us um, prolific, or she didn't use this word. I used it, but it's, she, she said, it's also made us people pleasers. And I said, I was the most prolific people pleaser on the planet until this yeah. dream. This dream is me. I told her so wild. I said, this was the dream of me ending my people pleasing that part of my French, everyone listening, but I'm the fucking wolf. Like I'm not going to be, I'm not a domesticated dog. I'm not a golden retriever. I am yeah. a wolf and I'm here to lead people and I'm not afraid. And wolves live and survive in pack and yeah, it is in absolutely. community. And, and, um, Anyway, I bring that up as just knowing the shadows and know, having friends yeah. like that that can, you know, we might not see out. them for years and then all of a sudden see them and it's like nothing ever, nothing ever passed, right? Oh, that's so good. That's yeah. so special. Yeah. I love that she was able to see that too and call yeah. that out from such a long time ago. Right. It was amazing. And bring it all back. Like She's huge deep. circle. She's deep. You know, the artists, I think the... Um, throughout society, I mean, why art is so important is because yeah. it takes us out of our present circumstances. So the artists, the musicians, the poets, I mean, think of mm. antiquity, the poems that still to this day, those people, those poems were written in really dark places. They weren't like frolicking yes. in the fields and like, Hey, you know, like that is good. <laughs> they, these were like deep people, thinkers, feelers, yeah. the empaths that helped um, I don't know, frame the internal world on an external plane, right? That people could see. And um, oh so my God, I just yes. love our artists right now. And, and thank you to every, every artist out yes, there. Yes. Thank you guys. Yes. Oh my God. I love you too. It. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So much. Yes. I, oh man, where was I? So I was on a mushroom trip. Yeah. Um, two years. I think this was two years ago almost. And I was looking at nature because I'm just fasc fascinated by nature and I love it yes. so much. Yes. And I was like, I just instantly felt a flood of compassion for humans because mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is how we create, nature creates the beauty just by being yes. and humans create beauty by creating, like by mm -hmm. taking action toward art and writing. Like that's how, that's like our contribution to right. nature because we can't just stand there and be a flower we create the flowers like through yeah. art and music and i just had such an appreciation for everybody that uses their talents with full vulnerability and just tapping into that place and actually mm. you'll find in that book i mentioned too um it's like everyone genius is not a quality of someone genius is an energetic space that people are able to access when they allow themselves to get creative and non-judgmental mm. and have unconditional love. And I just, Oh my God, I'm, you can obviously see I'm so hyped up by like, yeah, that's so beautiful. <laughs> by that the so art beautiful. and creation. It's just, oh, I'm such, now is such a good time to dive into that.
you're you're awesome i'm so glad we met i'm, I'm I know. at you was, like oh there you are my friend that we met in this really powerful weekend and, i know and, it was such a powerful weekend such a powerful oh, weekend what, i know what, when i got on here i was like i feel like i'm gonna cry because oh it was like gosh. so such good bonding time oh and gosh. it's just it's just the real talk hashtag real yeah, talk. Right. <laughs> hashtag real talk oh my gosh i um Everyone listening, and we have people listening all around the world. Saudi Arabia is the sixth largest audience. I mean, people are wow. looking for like positive narratives in really dark places, I think. And um, yeah. um, you are a light. You are a light. Sister, oh, you are yeah. a light. And everyone listening, please follow Antoinette. She has a couple, you have your personal. Um, Instagram account, and then you have your business face or Instagram account, right? Tell I'm actually so glad. I'm so glad you brought that up because I'm going to combine them oh, into good. Antoinette good. Beauchamp. So you can just look me up. I mean, hardest name ever to look for. Just the type coolest it. name ever. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, what did we say in? Uh, uh, it was like the Antoinette. I don't the, know yeah, what. You're, you're uh, the, the Antoinette Beauchamp. <laughs> yeah. Um. A-N-T-O-I-N-E-T-T-E, Beauchamp, French, B-E-A-U-C-H-A-M-P. And you can just look me up and you'll find me awesome. on Instagram and all the things. And I'll put, I'll put the links in the show notes so people can find those there. And then when we share this and I just, sis, I send you the highest love, the highest good, the highest blessing, the highest peace, the highest just joy in your space right now in your in your building in your city in your in your influence everything you're such a beautiful light and i'm so thankful to have you on me too thank you so much lucas i everything back at you a thousand percent i'm just sending you and your family so much love um and light in this time and everyone around you and in your life you are touching so many hearts and I, every time I see you post and share from such a, an amazing heart centered place, I'm just mm. always in awe of your work. So thank you for thank you. spreading this love. It's so, so needed always. Thank you. I'm so grateful to know you. Thanks. Uh, same, same. Antoinette, thank you so much for joining my brothers and sisters. Thank you for listening. I am making a request of you. This content is incredibly important. You can go back to episode one of this podcast and every episode as, look, was I the best podcaster at the beginning? No, I was scared. I, I had to overcome my anxiety of, of getting out there. But as I brought on incredible guests, guests from Good Morning America anchors, uh, CEOs, business leaders, coaches, spiritual advisors, Oprah 100 Super Souls, uh, teachers. I've had incredible guests. Listen to this content, share this content, be bold and share good news. Be bold and share good news. This is how light spreads. Your light might be the light that someone else needs to ignite their light. I'm so excited that you listen. Thank you so much. I have great podcasts already recorded. During this time, I've been recording a lot of podcasts. So we're going to bring out episodes every single week for the foreseeable future. Buckle up, strap in, go inside yourself, look where you have fear, 
process that fear. And if you need coaching, I am telling you, reach out to me right now for a free half hour coaching session. Just reach out, lucas at lucasmack.com. We'll schedule a time. You do not need to be afraid. What you get to be right now is inspired and know that the virus is just part of the existence as you are. You are powerful, my brothers and sisters. You can inspire a life right now. You can reach out to someone right now and change their life just by what you say, how you say it, when you say it, where you say it, and why you say it. We get to be the lights, brothers and sisters. It is time. I am encouraged. I am excited. And I'm on fire. My name is Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution, where inspiration and purpose come from treating people like people and nothing less. I look forward to talking with you and sharing these content, these episodes with you on the next episode. I'll talk to you then.